Hey, everyone in Dimensional Talent Streams Nation, Valerie Williams coming back to you again with another special guest, uh, Lena Jones, who is from the Virginia area. She has her business that is media slash podcast and so much more. I am excited as always to introduce her to the Dimensional Talent Stream Nation, to you guys. I want you to give it up for Lena Jones. Miss Lena in the house. How are you? Hi. <laughs> What's up, Diamonds? That's how I usually start my intro. How are you doing? I'm here. This is my second interview this year. Awesome. Well, tell us, Miss Lena Jones, the official, I heard you mention Diamonds, and I wanted to kind of give you some room to, to put your, you know, tell us the business that you're in, what you do, how you got into it. Let our audience know who Lena Jones is and what she has that she um, assists business owners and anybody who is in the particular space that you are providing services for. Okay. All right. Well, it's, I'm Lena Jones and I am the uh, owner CEO of the LJD Network. Um, the LJD Network is an umbrella company um, and under it, it holds several legal DBAs. Um, the LJD and radio, um, LJD and podcast, mm -hmm. both are both under the umbrella of LJD and network. Mm -hmm. And that's who I am. So okay. how did you get started in the radio podcast arena? Well, um, someone had asked me about, um, I, I always, I've done, I've done videos for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, video by Lena was my original company before I um, got my LLC and I did videos and uh, websites. Okay. And, um, I did that when I left corporate America. When I worked in corporate America, I worked in the NOC Network Operations Center. I was a technical analyst. I was mm. kind of like a techie. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I've been, you know, when I decided to go into web designs, when I first saw the internet back in the 90s or the 80s, when I first saw it. You know, I was fascinated with it because I've always liked color and graphics and stuff like that. And so I wanted to go into it. And that's how the whole thing started. And I started um, um, self-teaching and uh, educating myself on how to do uh, web designs. And at that right. time, there wasn't all these templates. You had to do it by HTML coding, mm -hmm. CSS, Java, and stuff like that yes. to make it. And uh, so that's what I started learning. I learned how to do that. And I, I, I did websites and I found out more by looked more into the internet and what you can do with it. And I was just fascinated by the whole thing. So um, eventually, so I started doing websites long time ago and um, that's what I did. And I had a small, I, I still worked in corporate America, but it was my side hustle. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, you know, I had uh, a hosting site where I hosted web designs that I that I did, and on top of that, I did graphics, I did the business cards, I did the everything, and then when social media became popular, I started in social media, mm -hmm. and uh, my start in social media was pretty rough because Facebook had had been around, but I just wasn't interested in it. I wasn't interested in none of it, and then when I 
started doing more research and finding out it was a good way to advertise my business without paying a lot of money. And like most um, entrepreneurs or people just starting out, you don't have a lot of money unless mm-hmm. you, someone gives it to you. No one's giving me anything. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so that's what I, so that's what I did. I just, you know, researched, found out more about the social media. And then I started opening up social media accounts and, um, you know, uh, reading up and going back to school to take up uh, social media marketing. I had already finished, completed a, a bachelor's in um, computer computer science um, with okay. management as my emphasis. So I went back to get my uh, um, what's that? master's certificate in social media marketing. Mm-hmm. That's what I and then I just, I just kind of grew from there, even though what they taught you didn't really apply to what was really going on on social media. Yes. <laughs> but I had to find a niche. The thing was finding a niche. And I just, uh, my niches just came to me just like uh, an epiphany. Like one day I was, I just did it on a regular basis, even though I would follow people, I would follow like, you know, 10 people and maybe uh, zero will follow back and the two or three that follow back ended up unfollowing me <laughs> so it's just uh, like how do you you know how do you conquer this beast right but um anyway I found a niche uh, which it started out with uh, uh song verses and it went from song verses to uh to diamonds I needed something more but I wanted something that I knew that would attract attention to people and something that everyone loved and something that kind of represented me and uh I came up with diamond and I said, okay, diamond gets the attention of people. <laughs> okay. And, uh, um, and it's beautiful. It's something that's pretty to look at, look at. And when I, you know, looked up how diamonds were made, cause I didn't know how diamonds were made mm-hmm. and found out they were made under a lot of pressure. Yes, ma'am. They're dirty. Yes, they, ma'am. They got to go through a lot <laughs> Absolutely. before they shine. And that was me. That was it. Mm. that was it and it didn't just represent me it represented any other any anyone who tried to go into entrepreneurship or make it on their own yes yes I love that and this this is again why I love to have guests on the show to hear their journey their story you know we all have a story um you know and you know, the, you know, the word of the Lord talks about know those who you labor with, and it is a way of collaborating, getting to know those in the industry who you actually labor with. And unless you can kind of share stories, you can't really learn the story unless you share the story. Uh, You can't really hear the testimony unless you hear the person's test that they came through. Um, And so this is another reason why I just love uh, using the platform that I've been blessed with to, you know, have guests come on and give them a platform, even though they may have their own platform. But again, um, it's a way of collaborating, getting to learn, getting the word out and sharing my own personal platform. So I love the stories behind how we've got into our various businesses and entrepreneurship and just things that we've conquered successes and, and so forth. You, you get those, what we call value bombs through hearing these stories. So you mentioned about diamonds and as you were talking about diamonds, I just instantly, like I've got pearls on today, I'm all pearled out. And I just think about how, you know, how pearls are made. They go through a a very extensive process, just like the diamond. (laughs) 
<laughs> so hearing you say that just brought that back to mind. So with all that you have learned through your schooling, your education with web design uh, from the technical piece with HTML and all of that, um, tell us what you loved along that journey to get you to where you are now. I know you gave us that whole analogy of a diamond and, you know, it just kind of snowballed into one thing. And, and so here we are today, but what are some lessons that you can share with us um, that relate to um, entrepreneurs, business owners from the journeys that you had just to get where you are? Well, my number one thing don't start it if you don't have any money. <laughs> Say that again. Don't start it if you have no money. Mm -hmm. You can't get a loan or, or a relative or a boyfriend, a husband, a girlfriend, mm -hmm. you know, to back you up with something. Do not start it empty-handed because you'll always be struggling, trying to get ahead. Mm. Unless you have what I <clears throat> what I call it the it factor, mm -hmm. the, it, the it factor is someone who can instantly go on um, YouTube, social media, and automatically people start following them. Yeah, everybody don't have the it factor, and that's what a lot of us need to understand. Mm -hmm. I went into it knowing that I did not have an it factor. Mm -hmm. I had to create. <laughs> my own it factor and it just, right but the biggest advice is to go to go and to have some type of money don't just have um what you have in your checking and uh you know what you're making and just because you got some extra money left over think you can um dig into it unless you don't want to do it uh seriously you know you mm -hmm. just want to try it or something but sure. that's the biggest advice that that um, i give to people um I just um, told about the beginning to let people know how it started, you know. Oh, absolutely. From there, it just, it just grew. From there, I went into radio. From once, once I started with my niche on Twitter, I started out on Twitter and um, it just grew. It just, I noticed that people were, they were liking it. They were following, they were retweeting, they were doing things like that. So I just continued from there and, and, and grew that from there. From there, I mean, I Twitter, I think I got about on that original Twitter account, I got about 9,000 followers. Excellent. Excellent. So from there, you know, some people had said to me, you know, and I met some really nice, I call them social buds. Yeah. <laughs> so social buddies. And um, someone, a couple of people had mentioned to me about radio. And I said, okay, I'll think about it. And one day I happened to really think about it and came across this site called Blog Talk Radio, BTR. Okay. Where I started. And um, so I started a show on BTR, a two-hour show, because I was paying for two hours. And I said, I'm going to use all those two hours. Right. <laughs> but the two-hour show, <laughs> that is trying. Don't, don't try that <laughs> unless you have a group of people <laughs> that's working with you. Don't try that. Yeah. Right. Um, so I went uh, to BTR and uh, before I did BTR, BTR, I did my research. I try to do my research on things before I jump into them. Yeah. It may not work all the time because, you know, they could still not turn out to be. But um, so I did my research on that and went and uh, said, OK, I'm going to try this. And they were 
they were telling you how to be prepared in case no one listens to your show because a lot of people tend to think that just because they got a show, everybody's going to listen. Right. You got to go into it as nobody knows me. <laughs> so if you go into it with that mentality, you won't get disappointed. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what, right. Um, so that's what I did. And I, but I did research on how to do it and to get people. And I did put it out on my social media network mm-hmm. and um, did my first show and it was uh, nervous. And then I didn't want to, didn't want to, Go back. <laughs> it won't go back. Like oh my God. And uh, when I did go and look at it, uh, a guy named Guy White he convinced me to do it. He is my twi- Twitter follower now. Um, and uh, I did go back and look, and I had 179 people that actually listened to me. Mm-hmm. Where I was expecting <laughs> to see one, <laughs> maybe two. It was one set, 179 people. So I said, okay. And so I started doing it and it, it was pretty uh, successful. It was pretty successful. I did it for about three or four, uh, four years. And I interviewed a lot of, my focus was on independent artists, you know, um, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, people who own their own business and pretty much the same thing. And um, when I left BTR, I had about 12,000 downloads. Wow, that's excellent. Excellent. So when you say BTR, just for our, you know, listening audience, what does BTR stand for? Block Talk Radio. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So I heard a lot in that because you talked about, you know, um, your niche, finding your, 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 your niche and building your audience. So I guess I kind of really want to pick that apart a little bit more and dive back in there and pick your brain a little bit more, Lena, um, into how you uh, got your niche. What were the steps? I know you said you did a lot of studying and you know research and so forth, but through the research that you um, did and were able to put into practice and follow through on it, what were some of those things that you had to put in place to uh, discover what your niche is? Um, Know yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you know yourself, you know what represents you. You know, you wouldn't say, okay, I need a niche, but uh, I like garbage and running around (laughs) dude. Yeah. And, if, and if you do to each his own, you know, I'm a to each his own type person, you know, then you find something that fits that and whatever you find that fits it, there's a category of people out there that will listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. They may not let nobody know they listen to it, but you go to that little dirty website and you'll see a whole bunch of listeners that like to listen to it. But right, right, you right. You, you just have to know who you are what it is that you wanted, what it is that represented you. With me, I was looking for something that one attract, what attracts attention, you know, mm-hmm. because you can't look at it the way, you can't look at it through your eyes. You have to look at it through the other person's eyes. Right, right, right. You know, you know I like butterflies, but there may be people out there that don't like butterflies, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have to consider put myself to the back and put the needs or the wants of the people in entertainment to the front. Right. Right. That has to be on the front line. 
And yeah. it's constantly, now it trends so much that you just don't even know, you know, it's one thing <laughs> one week and then the next week it's, it's, it's not, you know, Very it's like true. getting hits on a TikTok and, uh, and YouTube, you get that, you do something and next thing you know, you have gotten all these likes and then you have to keep up with that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because and so you're constantly looking and constantly looking. You have to make sure that this is something that you want to do. Right. When I went into, into uh, entertainment, it was something that I wanted to do. It was something that I wanted to do. I, I did uh, video. I love video. And, mm. and it wasn't so much being in front of a video because I'm not an in front of the camera type person. I do it because I have to, and I do it because I should. And I do it to put a name with the face. Right. Exactly. And out of, out of all these years I've been doing this, this is my first year in 2021. I started in 2020 slowly, but surely putting myself out there more because I am a truly behind the scenes person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting how the behind the scenes people or the ones that were not looking to be up front are the ones that get pulled to the front, you know, um, you, you know, you hear of the first being last and the last shall be first. <laughs> So it is always interesting. I never looked at it that way. But yeah, I, I am a I love taking the video, editing the video, doing special mm. effects and and love that, putting it all together, the colors. I've just I was been fascinated with that type of creativity. And for me, it comes natural. It does yeah. it's a blessing. It's something that, you know, sometimes I create something and look at it and I just have to thank God because if it wasn't for him giving me this talent. I, I can, someone can tell me something and I could picture it in my head just like that. A lot of people can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just kind of, and just, you know, again, I just am amazed. And this is why I love collaborations and having folks on because it really, you know, it makes you hear the other person's journey and you are able to learn from them and kind of there's this cross-pollination going back and forth but you're always brought back to you look back at yourself and your journey and some of the things that you never thought you would do and you know here you are doing it (laughs) um those those god winks i i call them like you know those little god winks where you know he has his plan for us and we don't even think about it next thing you know we're walking in it so i just um always am amazed with that so now talk to us you mentioned about instagram and some of the followings that you have you know your successes in some of social media and how many followers that you have and i remember working with another young lady a prospect who had social media and is doing very well on instagram and she's like you know she doesn't like to kind of have the camera on her she's behind the scenes but she's behind the scenes and has major following major influencer um tell us how you were able to build your following on instagram for example what were some of the things i know you mentioned about you know you got to be true to yourself you got to look at those things that interest you um, but also from a perspective of entertainment because you want to be able to entertain and keep your uh, followers views engaged but for you everybody's different how were you able to get your following? What was your success in getting your following on Instagram? Well, on Instagram, I do okay. I'm not an Instagram 
influencer, I say within my whole network of uh, Instagram followers, I may be, I may be at four four thousand, you know, or something like that. So I'm not. With me, it's all about um, content, keeping your content fresh, mm -hmm. um, making sure that people see it, and not being anxious. Yeah not being anxious for those followers. A lot of people mess up because then they go and they buy followers and they buy likes and they do. Um, one thing that I am <clears throat> proud to say is that my followers are genuine. Mm -hmm. In all these years, these people have chosen to follow me. Yeah. On the different, like I have several Twitters, several Instagrams, several Facebooks. <laughs> so I have more than one account mm -hmm. in these and all of them have come with their own followers of different people. So um so that's what I would say. Um the best thing is to is your content is very important. Yes, yes, absolutely. Making an investment in yourself is very important. And that's the thing I had to do. Although no one handed me anything, I had to take what I earned and invest in myself. And that's where a lot of people make a mistake either. I mean, too, being in entertainment is not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. And if you want to build yourself or build your brand in entertainment, you have to make that investment. So if you know you're lousy at video, hire someone else to do it. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's like one of the golden rules is that, you know, if you know... You, no. <laughs> if you know your, you know, you have your business and, you know, we all have our weaknesses just as much as our strengths, yeah. um, but you know, you have your strength, your weakness, and that's something that you just can't get around. It's, it's an integral part of what you do, you know, uh, source that out, you know, get, 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 you know, outsource that, get your virtual assistant or, you know, like you said, hire somebody. So that is definitely, um, has to be done <laughs> has to be done a lot of people don't realize that they need to make an investment like when i do videos you know and i and the, i talk to a person who's doing um who's doing their different things they may be doing video or youtube just a, a, a small presentation or for whatever and when i talk to them and they talk about what they're doing and they're very excited about themselves and 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 uh what they're building in the entertainment area and stuff like that. And then, but they want something from me, which is usually has to do with video. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell, and I'll ask them, how much do you want to invest in yourself? If you want to be here, you're here, you're at three and you want to get to 10. Let's just mm -hmm. say 10, it's not even a ridiculous number. Right. But, um, and you want to get there, what are you willing, how much do you have to invest in yourself? Mm -hmm. Every month, everything I do is an investment. I have to reinvest into it. And then it takes money. It takes, right. money. I can't go to them and say, well, I don't want to spend that much, but you know, but if that's what I want to do, that's what I have to invest at. And people have to understand that. And to me, it happens more so in the African-American community. Mm -hmm. People, we don't want to invest in ourselves. We expect someone to do it for nothing or little of nothing, but you want 
You want champagne taste and you have beer money. Right. And you have beer money. You just don't want to spend but beer money. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Just like you get paid for doing your job, a person that does your video, your business cards, your graphics, they want to be compensated for doing that because that is how they earn their money. Oh, absolutely. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I was just sharing with um, a guest recently. It's, it's interesting how we're touching on some of the same things that I, I had one of my guests on, just a matter of fact, this week. And I said to them, yeah, you know, it was kind of along the same lines of what you just mentioned. And I said, you know, that brings me back to, um, I did a a quick little video on business ethics and I'm going to probably expound on it and make it like a full-blown hour long, you know, video and it's business ethics, but it's really the fruits of the spirit of business really the fruits of the spirit, you know, um, you know, that whole treatment of, you know, you want to be treated in a particular certain way, you need to also extend that even in business, you know, we sometimes we come with that entitlement, but that entitlement, the expectation of that entitlement is not reasonable. (laughs) Um, And so just, you know, with integrity, if you say you're going to do something, follow through on it. If you can't do it, then, you know, communication, the fostering relationship, you know, just the fruits of spirit, the fruits of the spirit of business, which you call business ethics and vice versa. So interesting that we're touching on this again. So I, I my revelation is flowing in this conversation because now it's like, okay, I need to go back and really um, extend that video because it's it's come up about a couple of times with some, with some other guests that I have had on the station. So, but again, Miss Lena, tell, share us, you talked to us about if you do not have funding and you are, you know, getting into entrepreneurship or no matter what phase you are in your business entrepreneurship, not to uh, pursue it. Uh, expound on that a little bit more about, you know, funding and business and, and that whole, give us your perspective on that. Um, I jumped into it with very little money, you know, because I didn't think I needed it. And I was, mm-hmm. wrong, you know, and I made a lot of mistakes along the way. And I probably could be a lot further than where I am today mm-hmm. <laughs> had I, you know, did it a little bit smarter. I'm not saying you need a whole lot of money or you need to go out and get Sure, sure. I'm saying you need to have something. So, you know, if you got, or should I say if you have, okay, <laughs> if you have at least uh, 5000 in your savings, and this is something that you wanted to make an investment in. And if you're making an investment in something, it should only bring you money back. So even if you use three grand of that, you know, what you're using it for should be, should put you in a position to make it back, to put it back. Mm-hmm. But if you use in your whole three grand and by the time you finish doing what you want to do, you know, it then came up to 2,500 and you can't see, you're not seeing, you're not this, you didn't make the money as fast or as quick as you thought you could, you, you're, you end up in a bad position. Right. You don't right. have the money and make sure you're not a sole provider. If you're a sole provider, if you have children or something, you're a single person, of course you can't spend money like that. Mm-hmm. But you need to have some type of backup system. You need to have 
your family. You can go to your family and say, hey, look, you know, this is what I plan to do. Unless you're one of them dreamers that every six months coming in there with a new plan. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and your family's like, I don't know. But I mean, if it's something that you don't do on a regular basis and they know when you that you've approached them that you must be serious because you don't do this out of the norm, you know, see if you can have someone to at least back you up with at least three, three to five grand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three, three to five grand to get you started right know? right right absolutely smart with it and because if you're not smart with it it's gonna go fast yeah like, don't take what little you have and then use uh pay your pay to pay check <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely like, very very you do it, you're not it's not going to work because I thank God for myself what saved me for myself is that half the things that I needed to do to get there, I already knew how to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I knew graphics, I knew video, I knew web design, I knew all of that stuff already. I was blessed to know the things that I do may look, you know, like they cost about five grand or something, but I do them myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if yeah. I was to pay someone, to do the things that I do, I would need a lot of money a month. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, there's so much in that, um, you know, and I just think about, you know, how I started and, you know, not to say that I have arrived, you know, because we are always learning and that's just the nature of, if you're in business, an entrepreneur, online marketer, you uh, really have to be one of those that is always a student. You know, you cannot always be the Indian chief. You always have to be in that place of, I'm always a student, I'm always learning um, and like learning. And I just think about my own journey and how when I got started in entrepreneurship, you know, yeah, I failed, I failed, you know, many a times, but I was able to take those failures and learn from them and say, okay, that what I learned out of my failures the most, Lena, was what business model worked for me versus what business model didn't. I learned that very, very fast. You know, and I learned the industry, you know, the jargon, you know, when they talk about landing pages, when they talk about CRM and when they're they're talking about affiliate marketing and every, you know, that whole, you know, just the jargon that you have in the various industries. I learned that very fast. I learned about how uh, I needed mentors. I needed to have somebody who has been where I'm trying to go and can tell me all of the nitty gritty, all of the behind the scenes, just as much as, okay, here is the, the end result, but this is the process to get to where you're going. So I can't say enough about having mentors, you know, finding mentors, you for yourself, you educated yourself, you, you, you know, you liked getting the education, you researched for me, it was the mentorship and they, and I was blessed to have just people come into my life and, and, you know, and I was able to know by the time these uh, individuals presented themselves and how they came to me, I knew this was that because there were some things I did prior. So when the opportunity came, I knew that, okay, not only is this an opportunity, but I knew the timing was right. And timing is very key in business and entrepreneurship as well, because just because, you know, an opportunity is presented 
that may not be the exact time that you get involved in it. Maybe it's just for exactly what you said for you to, to for you to get educated, for you to learn, for you to um, understand the investment piece of it. You know, so that is a big huge. I mean, I I can't say enough about that area alone. I mean, it almost is like you need a school, <laughs> a school for that piece alone. You know, so much in that. So Lena, give us some other value bombs. Give us some other, you know, other words of wisdom, you know, for fairly new entrepreneurs, business owners um, that you would want to stress and, and kind of share with us today. Well, um, those are, I gave you the main ones. I gave you the money ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, gave, I gave you the money ones. It's just, yeah. Just trying, you know, trying to be true to yourself and being honest, being being honest, um, paying people for their self-worth. Yes. Um, you know, not not belittling no one because we're all we're all trying to make it in this entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is a whole new is a, not new, but it's a separate industry. You have your corporate. <laughs> and you have your entertainment. <laughs> Interesting. You are in the entertainment business. This is that is what you do, and that's what you need to be true to. Mm-hmm. Entertainment. That's how you make your money. How do you make your money? I entertain. I'm a an actress. I'm in a band. This is how I make my living. This is how I make my money. Mm-hmm. You, know, mm-hmm. you just have to be true to who you are and know your self worth. And, and, and stick with that, you know, stick with that. No one says we have to just have one skill. Right. Corporate America for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did um, at one point before I even got into creative thing, I was all administrative, executive, you know, secretary, because I knew it all. I knew all the Microsoft and everything. And I had, I worked for a temporary agency. There's one thing about it when you're an entrepreneur and you have a free spirit, it's never going to leave. True, a true free spirit is always going to be there. And it's never going to leave until you satisfy it. If you satisfy it and you fall down on your face, you say, okay, that's enough. I wanted to try it. I did it. Then, okay. But if you are a true free spirit, like a, myself (laughs) then you're not going to want to work for anyone Mm. you don't want to work for anyone it Mm. bothers you to work for people so I stuck with temp agencies I would uh stick with temp agencies and I was good at what I did so they kept me going I had a lot of offers to stay with some nice companies Mm -hmm. um because of my skill set but that's not what I wanted I had to be free you know fortunately for me I married and my husband eventually got used to my <laughs> my flightiness free spirit i guess whatever oh. you may call it flightiness but i call it free spirit but oh. i thank god for him because he he's able to you know he kept the food i mean the food in my mouth the roof over my head mm-hmm. while i pursued this thing i mean he was in the entertainment built business too um a while ago girl we we um he used to uh, do black. Um, he was the first club in Irvine, California, to do black comedy, and we had. Interesting. D. L. Hughley was our um, host. 
Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's like the area where I live. I'm in North Carolina. It's, it's uh, called Moravian Falls, Wilkesboro area, which is um, a small country town about an hour and a half outside of Charlotte. And um, I, you know, I mean, you know, I was in the healthcare industry for a number of years, still am. Um, so that kind of is kind of my foundation is the healthcare industry. But I had a former coworker when I used to be in behavioral health and she had her own radio station, but I had been living here for like seven years before I even knew. And it was like the only and first black owned radio station in this country town. I mean, my jaw dropped. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I've lived here all this, all these years. And, um, you you exist in it and it was just but that's another story in itself so when you talked about that it, it brought back those fond memories of, of this uh young lady and her husband here and um my small town of wilkesboro moravian falls with their radio station so yeah, yeah, share some similar experiences i was out in irvine california um we, we i lived out in california for about 16 years mm-hmm. but uh I, you know, he, I can't say that D.L. Hughley will remember me. He did pick on me one sure. night. <laughs> um, but my husband and his partners hosted the club, so they were more, you know, speaking to him than I was. But I remember he used to always say that he was short. <laughs> and he, when he would get up on stage, he would always say, I may be short, but when I stand on my wallet, I'm tall. Nice. But he grew to be this mega superstar. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So he would. <laughs> so that was, um, you know, that was a pretty inspiring. At least that that quote that he used to say um, in, in the club. So I've been in the entertainment industry for a long time. Mm. Uh, me just venturing out and doing my own thing. My husband, he's not. He doesn't do um, do this anymore. He's a um, since um, he retired from the Marine Corps. Okay. So, um, but uh, he doesn't do that anymore, but I'm doing this that just kind kind of came out the blue, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of came out the blue, but I like it. I like it. You just have to be true. Make sure you have someone to back you up and just be true, true to yourself and, and, and what you do and, and know your self-worth. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Lena, I want to thank you for sharing that, you know, just that wisdom. Thank you for sharing your journey. So honored to have you um, here and being a part of, of, of my uh, podcast here, Dimensional Talent Streams that can be seen every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TW3radio.com um, and where we can also be found anywhere on social media YouTube, like, subscribe, follow. So thank you for being such a gracious guest um, and just sharing your wisdom and your journey with, you know, entertainment and within business, plethora of wisdom that we have received today. I am, Lena, you stay on with me just for a few seconds. I'm going to, that's going to do it for us here today. Dimensional Talent Stream Nation, join me again next week uh, for another session. And see you next week. Bye-bye.